0: Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of the second season Gem City Gridiron Roundup Podcast. Zach is looking at me weird because he cannot believe I got the number accurate this time. Go ahead and pop a top, sir. Wow, that was kind of a wimpy pop, wasn't it? What kind of can is that? I don't know. Tin foil? Yeah. Tin foil?
1: Yeah. Limited release, spruce tip IPA. Yes, I am an IPA kind of guy.
0: Tonight, we got the old-fashioned. This is my second one. Probably have make a third one during intermission. It might get sloppy. It might be old-school Dalton podcasting. I will admit, like, one of the – oh man, I cannot remember which podcast it was, but I apologize the whole time was slurring my words the whole damn time. I really need to listen to that one more time. Because <laughs> that was bad.
1: That was I, don't know that, I don't know which episode that was.
0: Maybe it just seemed like I was slurring my words to me more than I actually was. But. Hey, you're
1: probably watching the Dodgers and getting all confuddled.
0: Well, Tony, they're already on their uh, third pitcher. Tony Gonsolin only went one and two thirds. Then they went to uh, Dylan Floro for one out against Randy Rosarena, who just hit his 10th home run of the postseason, which is a record. It's a one nothing Tampa Bay. Alex Wood's on the bump. He hasn't started a single game all year, although he is already two outs through the top of the fourth. I got my uh, trusty Liam Hendricks ball hanging out right here for good luck. Hey, and it looks like Blaster has joined us, sir. I made welcome it. to the broadcast.
2: Why? Thank you. Can you hear me?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, we can hear you great. Cool.
2: Perfect. That's good to know. All right. That's
0: actually like better sound quality than Zach's computer.
2: <laughs> well, the microphone is hanging right next to my mouth.
0: Oh, just like last year.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: Did you call in or are you on Zoom? I'm on the Zoom app.
2: That works. So.
0: All right. Cody's going to be working while we do this, I'm thinking.
2: Yeah. Perfect. Just a little bit. I only got an hour and a
0: half left, but,
2: you know. That's still an hour and a half. They gotta be at work.
0: Hopefully this uh podcast doesn't last that long as I would really like to get back to uh playoff baseball.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All Who's, right uh, what's ahead. the what's the uh record and what's the uh
0: game six. Tonight? Who's, uh... game six, Dodgers are up three to two. But in this game so far, the Dodgers are down one to nothing. Going to the bottom of fourth right now, Corey Seeger is due up. The postseason MVP, in my opinion. Yeah, he's been All counting. Right. All right, Zach, let's start what we normally do. There is going to—is it volleyball or basketball tonight, Blaster? Volleyball tonight. Oh yeah, Zach man, well, I can't wait here. for these whistles.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's <what's laughs> actually. Up. You'll probably only hear them intermittently. I'm not hanging out in the gym, but uh, that's good. I am gonna have to go in and clean after they leave a little bit. <laughs> okay, that's
1: fine. You clean up after me, thanks.
2: Yeah, well, you know, your staff will do most of the work. I just gotta make sure the floor's all right.
0: Yep. Yeah. Make America great again. One
2: floor. There at you time. go.
0: All right, Zach. You know where we start the show, IRL football, and you'd be happy to know. I watched some damn football this weekend.
1: Oh man, I was in the fishbowl of football for fish the fishbowl of
0: football. Yep, for the first games, um, it was awesome.
1: A lot of games to watch. A lot of like this was the week that all the fantasy, like all the fantasy superstars, went nuts. This is the the time for all your top round picks to go crazy. Um, and Zeke. a lot of points, a lot of points scored.
0: Zeke, <coughs> sorry, My Zeke. All right. All right. Cool. So, uh, this Sunday was quite exciting. Lots of crazy wild finishes. Zach, I think the easiest place to start off is Thursday night football giants Eagles. Did you catch that ending? Uh, I, I turned it off a little bit. I wasn't too
1: thrilled with what the game was going. Um, watching Daniel Jones fall on his face after 75 yards, that pretty much summed it up. But, um, I know he had. A you watched
2: that, that part, right? I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, I mean it was, it was fine. I mean, nothing too spectacular,
0: um, in that. But you I had to say- like defense. But you say that, but with forty seconds to go, Carson Wentz to- tossed an absolute dime to Boston Scott right over the shoulder.
1: Oh yeah! Sorry, another trade request in my league. I was just. Oh. checking it. Um,
0: fantasy life, I guess. Throw
1: by Carson Wentz was crazy. Like that was
0: really good. Um, I think the only dime that beats it so far this week was uh, Baker, but uh.
2: Yeah, that was a dime.
0: Blaster, did you catch this Thursday night game at all?
2: Uh. I caught the highlights, but no not really. Thoughts
0: thoughts from the game on the toilet bowl of the NFC East, one of the many toilet bowls to come. I believe there's uh let's see. There is what?
1: There'll be a Dallas Giants game still.
0: There's thirty two of those games on schedule, toilet bowl games for the <laughs> NFC East. Yeah. All right. Blaster, what did you have any thoughts from that game?
2: Uh, well, not really. Just, All right. You know, I, it, was a, it was a tough weekend to watch football for me. What was uh, going
0: on in your life, Blaster?
2: Oh, nothing was going on. It was just hard to watch. You know, I turned on my Broncos and sat through that travesty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the snow game. Uh, yeah. I suppose you could call it a game if you wanted to. <laughs> somebody yeah. was playing. Yeah, that's for sure. Not the Broncos, but somebody.
0: All right, Lions, Falcons. Another tightly contested game. Lions beat the Falcons 23 to 22. Zach, as you saw this live in the Fishbowl of Football, why don't you take this opportunity to break down this incredible ending?
1: Oh man, it was it was funny. Like they were the Falcons were trying to run on the clock, just trying to win one game. They got the first down. Todd Gurley tries to fall down. His moment, <gasps> falls in the end <laughs> zone. And everybody knew if they scored, the Lions were going to get the ball back. And They were not going to be stopped. Matthew Stafford marches right down the field. Big play to Kenny Galladay. And then a little one, two-second left action to throw it to Hawkinson for the touchdown. And then there's that unsportsmanlike penalty. Matt Prater added like a 49-yard extra point and drilled it to win the game. It's just total – Classic Atlanta Falcons this year. It's just a collapse again.
0: Listen, that entire last sequence was also classic Lions. The fact that they got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on the point after. Does it get any more Lions than that? No, not at all. That would have been awful to go to overtime and just watch that game. (laughs) Was that you trying to chime in there, Blaster, or was that – Oh, no,
2: that was the elevator. Oh, okay.
0: All right. right. (laughs) We're going to have some unique sounds. I am so glad we don't have video so that we get to imagine what's going on. Ah, uh, well, you can right see a lot the
2: of game. the inside of my pocket.
0: So, yeah, I'm good without the video. I really enjoy trying to imagine what the hell's going on right now and what you're seeing, just as the audience is going to have to. Yeah. Well, I
2: feel for him. I really do, but,
0: you know. No, <laughs> you know, you're good. Browns, bangles. Holy Ow. crap, this ending was crazy. Awesome. Man, you know, hey, I haven't cursed yet. I mean, we're only like five minutes in, but I haven't cursed yet. (laughs) It's a personal victory. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take those where I can get them. Browns, Bengals, 37-34. Baker Mayfield coming through, throwing to Rashard Higgins in the corner of the end zone. Front pylon drops it in there. Dimes city like no one
1: can. That wasn't Higgins. Who was it? Donovan
0: Peoples-Jones. Same number though, right?
1: Well, it can't be the same number. Well,
0: it used to be 11. Or was that Antonio oh. Callaway? That was Callaway. God damn, I'm two number 11 generations away from who actually <laughs> caught that pass. Donovan Donovan Peoples-Jones, where was he playing college last year? Florida? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Matt, we'll check put it out. in the comments. Yeah. All right. Steelers, Titans, Zach, I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor. I did watch this game. There's the elevator again. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. I can see when you hit it. I got my phone out in the elevator, and I can see my screen turn green when that thing buzzes.
0: That's funny. All right, so this is is one of the first 11 o'clock games I watched. A little set a stage for you guys, and then Zach will break down the actual game. So I have a poker night on Saturday night at my house. It's the first time in probably about four times where I haven't finished top three and came in the money. Well, it, it decides to blizzard all night. And lean are the member, one of the members of the gem city gridiron gets stuck at my house with his wife because they live out of town and they get snowed into Rollins. And uh, then in the morning we woke up, got breakfast and then he, I and his wife watched the Steelers Titans game, which was definitely worth a watch. Zach, go ahead and break it down.
1: Yeah, that game was in front of me for the most part at the the fishbowl. Um, Pittsburgh just lit it up in the first quarter, first half, essentially, and just Ben just kept peppering Juju and Deontay Johnson. Connor kept running all over him. I had pinched Deontay Johnson like f- five ten minutes before I went down to the Sheridan Center because um, I, I wasn't sure how much he was going to play, because Claypool has been hot. And um, Deontay hasn't played a full game since week two, because week three he got the concussion early. Week four they had the early bye week. Week five he got knocked out with a back injury. Week six he missed the game because of the back injury. And week seven I'm like, ah, Claypool's been good, so I'm going to put him on the bench and play with Robert Woods with his, with his four. Um, rather than chase the ceiling, it didn't really matter much in, in our outcome. Um, but it's good to know that ben, ben loves Deontay Johnson. He's got like 35 targets in like the three full games he's played. He's averaging like 11, tar- 11 12 targets a game. Um, but took the commanding lead at halftime, and then the Titans come roaring back. They played way better defense in the second half against Pittsburgh. Ben threw it in a couple tight windows, um, which he's going to do, which it happens. But the big play that got Tennessee back into it, A.J. Brown, a little crossing route and taking it to the house. Um, I saw A.J. Brown had like 155 yards of Tannehill's 220. Like it was all A.J. Brown. And then Derrick Henry kept churning out yards. Low game for Derrick Henry by any means, but um, still bailed it out with a touchdown. But came down to the very end with, man, Stevens Gaskowski missing another, another field goal. Um, Ben was, if you saw the replay, Ben's like, he missed it. What? Like they were, they were getting ready for overtime. Definitely. But I was happy. Pittsburgh's only undefeated team in the league six and zero. after the year they went through last year. I'm glad to see it.
0: What do you think this means for the Steelers wide receiver core for those owners out there who have Chase Claypool, Juju and Deontay Johnson?
1: Well, clearly it's Deontay Johnson's the number one wide receiver. Really? Oh, if you look at the target share completely, he's like a 25% target share. In the games that he's played, he's he's averaging, like, I think he's got a game with 10 targets, 12 targets, and 15 targets.
0: So like, what was the deal with Claypool then, in your opinion?
1: Well, he was a backseat driver to Deontay Johnson. Like, he was Deontay Johnson's direct backup. And then now and Claypool's still playing in three wide receiver sets. He's taken over. Um, James Washington's snaps. But uh, Claypool had one target for one catch for minus two yards.
0: So bad news for your brother.
1: My, well, Breakman has him.
0: Oh, Breakman has it. My bad.
1: All right. Yeah, bad. I mean, it sucked. I I, I started a league in Vegas where I started CeeDee Lamb with .1 points and Deontay and, and Claypool with .8. So Oof. I got .9 from two players. Needless to say, that league did not win.
0: No, I doubt it. Blaster.
1: For five points. Yeah. But for three receivers, I got like 5.5 points.
0: Oh, my God. Blaster, is there any games that you want to touch on before we keep hammering through? Maybe uh, talk on your Broncos team one more time unless you don't want to at all. Uh, You can skip them all together if you like. I am happy to bag on them a
2: little bit. Go Get after it. Burn, blaster, burn. Give us a breakdown. Oh, I don't know. It's uh, You know, they've made some bad moves in the off-seasons recently, and it seems like they've been rebuilding ever since Peyton Manning left, which, you know, you expect that a little bit for maybe a couple of years, couple of years but, man, they've just struggled so much. And then, uh, let's see. Who, oh, yeah, Drew Locke, the supposed heir apparent. I don't know. I know he's still young, but he struggled a lot. And he's having difficulty finding his receivers. And I know it was snowy, and he's been injured, and it's a a weird offseason. But I expected more from him, honestly. Doesn't help your brain. the reigning champs. No, that doesn't help at all. And, you know, Kansas City, they're hard enough for the Broncos to beat in a good year. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I keep my fingers crossed that they get down to the red zone because then at least I know that uh, Brandon McManus is money. <laughs> but,
0: as a Broncos fan, no. do you have to kind of think of, of your team as like a five-year plan? Is that what you have to look at your team? Like in five years, if they're good, then they figured it out, and then I'll be happy? Or where where's your brain go?
2: Well, I mean – maybe that's the, that's how it started off. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of sick of the moves that John Elway makes. Uh, cause I don't think he makes good ones or he hasn't made good ones. I should say, I, I don't think he's Some made any
0: good me, ones the entire time.
2: No. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, the coaching isn't great. Their, their game management isn't good. And they I don't know. There's just some stuff that they need to work on that I don't see improving. And until it does, I don't even think you can talk about a five-year plan because they're going to be in this constant cycle of, you know, trying to get players to fill roles that, you know, they struggle in.
0: So rinse, repeat, there's no clear rebuild program for the Denver Broncos. It's just going to be mediocrity until finally they let Elway go. And then maybe someone cares enough to rebuild them.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's how it's going to go. You
0: heard it here first, folks. Five-year plan of being mediocre until Elway gets let go or retires or passes away, God forbid. And then maybe someone will give a shit about the Broncos.
2: There's your first password. Damn Uh, it! Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, you
0: know. Hey, both of those words can be aired on actual radio, so I don't have to put it explicit yet until I use the F word or the C word or the uh, – I'm I just not going to go there.
1: Well, Dalton, if we're speaking about mediocrity, let's let's continue
0: to talk about your Dallas Cowboys. I think they're lower – I think – I bet you if the Broncos and the Cowboys played ten times, the Broncos would win seven of those.
2: Well, maybe, but they'd win them on field goals. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right Panthers saints another wild ending Teddy could not complete the comeback
1: I didn't watch much of this game what do you what do you
0: got from it well I didn't watch a goddamn thing in this game that doesn't count all right I, uh, I don't know I think well I, I all
1: I saw was the big DJ Moore plays um, yes. I saw. He, uh, him DJ and Moore. AJ Brown were sorry my bad he finally got behind the defense and aired like one deep ball and then one, like, short crosser, kind of like that A.J. Brown one, and took it to the house. I mean, definitely what they got to use him for. Um, he's
0: talented. I mean, that's why he was, you know, third, third, third round pick this year, third or fourth. That's uh, two weeks in a row for D.J. Moore. I think he's on a hot streak now. He should be good to go the rest of the year, hopefully in my flex position, because uh, I, I think he might have been a little bit injured this year until recently. Based on his lack of production and not being able to burn people. And, and guess who they get this week?
1: The Falcons. Dude, he's going to torch them. Hopefully. On Thursday night football. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to – let's see. Uh, how about Green Bay and Houston?
0: I watched parts of this game. The Texans were uninspired. The Packers are a playoff contender. Devontae Adams, dude, it was the Devontae Adams show. That's basically the only takeaway I have from that entire game.
1: Oh, he was so good. It, like, like he he definitely had a point to prove. Like, he came back last week. Last week was his first full week back from the injury. Put up you know six for six for sixty. Had twelve tar- like twelve targets like Aaron Rodgers was off with their communication. They were – they set to make a point this week with 13 of 16 targets, almost damn near 200 yards, and two touchdowns. And I thought he was going to be the high point total of the week until – how about that Seattle game?
0: I think you're skipping ahead. We'll get there. Bills, the Bills have kind of lost their way, only win by eight against the Jets. I don't know what the – Hell is going on in Buffalo, but they really need to get their stuff straight. Oh. Except their kicker, man. I, I six field goals for my kicker this week. What's that guy's name? Bass Tyler Bass. And he, Bass Pro Shop.
1: And he missed two field goals. He could have had like a thirty burger for a kicker.
0: <laughs> That's ridiculous. Cowboys, yeah, ridiculous. Washington football team. Who cares who's gonna win that division? It's basically like the East or the Central Division and the MLB this year. Whoever makes the playoffs from the NFC East better just pack their bags up from their apartment before they head to the to the game. You know what I mean? And it's gonna be a home to game. They're be at home. I know. But uh with the talent they're trotting out there, I don't think anybody uh, lives in Dallas because they don't plan on <laughs> actually being there next year.
1: No. They just traded another piece away this afternoon.
0: Everson Griffin getting traded to the Lions. He did. I think that trade's kind of a wash for both both organizations. Hopefully Dallas can get a secondary piece in the sixth round or something.
2: Are they uh, uh, imploding? Uh,
0: Hopefully. Dallas. All those one-year contracts, treat it like a baseball or basketball team and just ship them away. That's what I think.
1: Yeah. All right. How about Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. And Las Vegas,
0: the only quarterback to keep up with Justin Herbert this week. Yes, like,
1: but again, I mean, Tampa Bay suffers another injury. Chris Godwin broke his finger in the game. He's going to be out next week. <laughs> Fractured index finger. Yeah, on the, on a thing on the touchdown catch. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be out this week, which sucks for Pat. Again, another injury for Pat. Um, but um, they they demolished the Raiders. Um, I, again, we, we keep talking about this every week. What about Josh Jacobs? Like, after week one, it's been, like,
2: very mediocre.
0: Blaster, have you ever broken a metatarsal?
2: I have never broken a bone. Really? Yeah. So, I, I, can't, I, uh, I can't even relate to what that pain is like. But I cannot either, but I would assume –
0: It was caused from the ball jamming one of his fingers, and somehow the 40 something year old quarterback threw the ball with enough spin to jam. Is that, yeah, that's what happened?
2: Yeah, I imagine so. You know, I don't know. You'd think fingers are pretty fragile things, so any kind of weird movement up there is gonna have an effect, I'm sure. Well,
0: we know. Tom's not breaking any fingers. I mean, he's got six rings to protect them. Yeah. All right, 49ers, Patriots. What the hell is going on with the Patriots? Did not need to watch this game. 49ers get right. The Patriots show who they really are, in my opinion. A horrible team. Horrible team.
2: You better I mean, be careful. Uh, Bill Belichick's probably going to come and find you.
0: Oh, uh, you know what? I listen to the Dan well, Levitard he'll stare show. stare you down. I listen to Dan Levitard show all the time. And uh, Stu Gotts always says, don't say it. I care about you. <laughs> don't, don't, don't count against Belichick. I care don't about count. you. Don't count
1: him out. Um, we'll we'll see. Um, Belichick's always been pretty good against like young quarterbacks. He's, he's always had Josh's number, at least the past two years to see it. But again, he's had a better defense, um, but they've just been bad. Like, I mean, it was, like Cam Newton, like the first two weeks, like everyone was like all yippee ki and and like they're going to be just fine. And then they kind of have the COVID problem with I mean, two of their best players. I mean, if they count Cam as one of their best players. Um, and then Stefan Gilmore. Um, I mean, it's just, they've just been lackadaisical. I mean, I think they'll get right. I don't think they might. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. If they do, it, it's going to be the seventh seed. But I think there's a lot – better teams in the afc um so i mean i
0: really think that whoever wins the nfc east as sad as it is is going to come down to the final three weeks patriots final three weeks matchups include the miami dolphins buffalo bills and new york jets so three division games back to back to back and i really don't think the bills are going to be able to put them away the way the bills have been looking lately
1: and and what about the jets they're three and three coming out of their bye week they're going to put in Tua. Uh, we got to see how Tua. The it's, Dolphins
0: it's, you mean? Yeah, what, what I say oh, the Jets? yeah.
1: the Jets are horrid, bro. Oh, I meant I meant <laughs> the Dolphins. They're 3 and 3. Um they're moving forward with Tua. um coming up this week we'll see how um how well that how that how how well that goes for them. I mean, um I don't think that's going to put them in a position to win, but I mean, they have a better record than the Patriots. So
0: shootout in Los Angeles. Jaguars, Chargers, Justin Herbert coming out party. Jaguars defense ain't very good, but oh man, I I need to pull up these highlights. I saw a couple game breaks during the Sunday, and uh, it was a shootout between the mustache and the the uh, Disney Channel movie star. Go Chargers, go! <laughs> Blaster, do you have any thoughts from this game? Do you see the two young gungs slinging it with uh, Guardian who needs a haircut outside of that? Do you see what
2: happened? I didn't. You know, I uh, let's see. I caught most of the Green Bay game and all the Broncos game and then uh, actually went for a drive. Got to take my kid out, you know, every now and then. Put him to sleep. He's not, yeah, he's not super interested in football right now. <laughs> That's he's just totally interested warm. on the on the yeah he's interested in the colors on the TV and that's about it. Fair enough. All right.
0: Seahawks Cardinals another barn burner baby. Where's the barnstormers Kurt Warner at right now when you need them Cardinals Seahawks goes to overtime. Seahawks are marching wait Did I get it right? Yeah Seahawks get this get the coin flip. they're march, marching down the field right? Did it go Seahawks first or Cardinals first? Went Seahawks first. I did not watch overtime. Seahawks, oh, you got to go to bed. You're an old man now. Seahawks stall. They don't get the touchdown, which means they have to turn it over to the Cardinals. Cardinals march their way down, get stymied prior to scoring the end zone or getting closer to the red zone. They kick it with, I don't think it's Chandler Catanzaro anymore. It might be. Shit, we're just no. It's um, it's um, Zane Gonzalez. Zane Gonzalez whiffs a forty-something-yard field goal, giving the ball back to the Seahawks. Yep. Seahawks run three plays. Russ throws an interception on the ensuing drive by the rookie after, after the touchdown called back, right on DK Metcalf due to a holding call, I believe. Which was a huge play. Which would have been play. funny.
1: So, side story. Oh, yeah. Side story. It would have been funny. In my other league, if DK would have scored the touchdown, I would have f- seen the first ever tie in fantasy football. It would have been awesome because they, they had the exact same 100th decimal. I did the math this morning. It would have been 142.22 in a tie if that would have counted, and that would have been awesome.
0: But neither, neither here nor there. He, Russ throws the pick. Russ throws the pick. Cardinals get the ball back. They march down the field. They say, screw it. We don't need to get to fourth down. Let's roll our kicker back out there for a longer field goal than the one he just missed just previously. I must say, on that first kick, he did get iced by his own team. And that might have had something to do with his miss. He hit the first one, was yeah. iced by his own team. As the time ran out on the play clock, he missed the second one. That mattered. More on the matchups that matter to come. And then he nails the game winner, which, would I, which I believe was a 49-yarder. Funny enough, on this drive, I did tie in my other league because the Cardinals got the ball back.
3: Wow.
0: Kyler Murray wow. in a weird Great. bonus league Scoring 40 points. 123. Times. But how, how like,
1: like upsetting would that have been if he missed the kick again and that game ended in a tie? Like, that would have been the most upsetting tie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, because it was such a good
0: like, game, yes. Sometimes, like with the, with the Bengals. What? I said, because it was such a good game. Because it was such a good game, it deserved a winner. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's, it's not like one of – that game with the Eagles and the, and the the Bengals. Everybody wanted that game to be over with. Like, no one wanted that game to be over with.
0: Blaster, if you had to put a value on that game, how much would you pay to have seen that Cardinals-Seahawks game if it was a playoff game?
2: If it was a playoff game? Oof. That'd be good. <sighs> yeah, it would be good. I, I love a game that goes back and forth. I don't know if I could uh... – I would pay a lot, but I don't know if I could cover it.
0: (laughs) I I don't think young Benjamin would uh, be able to – I don't think he'd be able to foot the bill is what you're trying to say. No, yeah. He'd be eating all that money. Yeah. I probably would have dropped a grand to watch that game in the playoffs. Oh, man, that was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, last week, uh, remember when we talked about the game of the week that I ended up skipping? I watched most of this Sunday night game. I had it on the small TV. I had Dodgers baseball on the big TV with the sound on. But every time in between pitches, I'd look down, and, wow, what a game. Oh, man. It was,
1: and going back to that game, Tyler freaking Lockett. Um, Goes 13, off. Catches, 13 catches, 200 yards, and three TDs for a new league high record, 53 points in the starting lineup.
0: That's insane.
1: Man. Like, it's crazy. Devontae Adams had the exact same stat line, minus one touchdown.
0: And that was nice. the difference.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: All right, Rams, Bears, not much to say. I be, I believe this was a Rams must win, in my opinion, because they they really did not need to let the Bears take them to the cleaners on this one.
1: No, that, that NFC West, I mean, they're all good. Like, again, it might – I think the bears will falter. It went like, again, I've said, this in episode one. It would not surprise me if they get all four teams in the playoffs, the NFC West, the NFC West.
0: Oh, that's right. It's a 17 playoff this year. Yeah. Um, if the 49ers can get back on track, then they have a really good shot. Yes. Um, but the top three teams in the division, it'll be a shocker if they don't make it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Three teams for sure. I think will get in. Um, because the NFC the NFC East ain't getting more than one team in.
0: No, they, they they're probably gonna get a team in at seven and nine, six and ten, five
1: and one one, five and eleven. because um, in the NFC North they might get two, depends on how the Bears continue on. Um, and then the NFC South it all depends. I mean, Saints Bucks if if that's a one team division or not. Saints aren't great. I mean, I mean on paper. They look good, but on,
0: on the field, they don't look very good. I think the Panthers have something to say to you about playoff contention. No. All right. You don't believe in them. Fair enough. All right. Let's get to the matchups that matter. How about a break? It's been a while. All right. Just kidding. When we come back from the break, we will get to the matchups that matter, followed by the standard program order. We'll be right back. That's how we should have started the show. Take a little sip here. Blaster, I'm sorry. You can't have any.
2: That's okay. I'll just have some popcorn.
0: (laughs) Get your popcorn ready. That is a hell of a reference I haven't heard in a long time. (laughs) All right. Let's start it off with uh, Patrick and the Filthy Casual on a three-game winning streak ever since he came on this podcast.
1: He's been lighting it up 184.1 this week. He's been on fire to say
0: the least James Robinson, man. I didn't even realize it. 31.7 points. He is the number two running back in all the land. That's crazy. Yes.
1: Free agent pickup of the year.
0: Yes. Undrafted for, ah, there is one guy who has something to say about that. And we'll touch on him later. Chris Godwin scores 23.8 before the finger injury. He will be out. Uh, Pat will likely th- just throw Boston Scott right in there to replace him.
1: Most likely, yeah. He'll move Tyler Boyd back in that wide receiver slot and find another flex. He had a great week across the board. Big games from Wentz, Hunt, Robinson, Holiday, Godwin, Boyd, two touchdowns from Christian Kirk. The only letdown was kicker defense and tight end, but he is on a roll. Um, one-hit wonders, had a very rough week, Couple injury, couple injuries with Devonta Freeman and Odell Beckham Jr. Um, Odell He's, Beckham Jr. torn ACL out for the year.
0: Um, he scored 40 uh, points under his projected, and I think you can kind of attribute that to injuries, Devonta Freeman getting hurt. was a lackluster eight. day. Keelan Cole, he finally starts him after Keelan Cole's been going off, and he only scores him two points. However, wow, fun stat. Keelan Cole, out of nowhere, the number 29 wide receiver in all the land. Yes, sir. All right, moving on. Zach, go ahead and take the next matchup. Oh, I will just –
1: I'll break down my game. All right. Um, I did not put up a great week, just a, a solid enough week, 136.4 to take any given Sunday. Two-time. Oh, Dalton, I was waiting for it. Two-time! There it is. Um, <laughs> um, solid week by most, most of my folks. Um, Devontae Adams had the monster week. Derrick Henry, 15 points. A slow game for Patrick Mahomes, uh, just in the snow. Got me a nice 18 points from T. Higgins and 20 points from my kicker, Tyler Bass. Um, nine points from the defense. Um, Saga didn't have a whole lot of anything going on. Solid games from Connor and Montgomery and Allen and Hill and even a big game from Gronk. But Cam Newton posts negative .18. That ain't going to get it done. Same with CeeDee Lamb. Point Like, between CeeDee Lamb and Cam Newton, that was negative point oh eight. So, um, didn't quite get it done. I take the series lead in the Hall of Records against – Cody sack it.
0: Six to five in the all time record. Cody Jubal second.
3: Two time
0: <laughs> Blaster, do you have a moment to break down your game? Are you able to do that? If not, I get it. If you can't whip your phone out.
2: Uh I can. All right, you go ahead and break the- As long as you guys can still hear me, right? This is the first time I've ever used Zoom on my phone. so uh, Give it a
0: try, and I'll let you know if we can't hear you. Go ahead and pull that up. And while you pull that up, I will break down my game. The current point leader by 60 points in the Gem City. That's the podcast name. My apologies. I am leading the entire league in points by 60 points really need to get some wins under my belt. So I can take that triple crown this year. I know that's some lofty expectations. I might be able to get one of the three. Hopefully it's the one that matters that Jersey game. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Exactly. That's all the, only one, that, that's the only one that matters. The only one that matters. That's why they're the matchups that matter. I start a perfect lineup minus Josh Jacobs of all people scores 6.1. Uh, Harris scores eight off the bench o- outside of that. So I only left two points on the bench and I still won by 40, which means there is nothing that dark horse could do to me who was previously the number one team in all the land that win is going to come up huge later in the season. When it comes to seeding. I was all upset going into the afternoon games because just, excuse me, Joe, Burrow put up thirty three point six four points. Go freaking Burrow! And then my other rookie quarterback, I'm just collecting at this point, goes off for thirty eight point four eight in the gosh dang. See, see how that I substituted that? <laughs> gosh dang shootout in Los Angeles. Todd Gurley gives me that second garbage time touchdown. Thank you, Atlanta Falcons. D. gets hurt. I cursed him. Zach wanted him. I picked him up. Sterling Shepard coming off IR the same day that I started him scoring that touchdown, saving his fantasy day. And DJ Moore lighting it up. To be honest with you, it was just a solid performance, mostly led by the defensive pickup uh, that I picked up on Sunday morning and Justin Herbert. Brian Hill scores only .1 less points than Josh Jacobs. And, Blaster, we can hear you. Go ahead and break down your game while I get a drink of water because, gosh dang, that was a good breakdown.
2: All right. Well, you can rack up another loss for the opt-out for Harambe uh, team. You know, I had some – I was a bit plagued with injuries this week. Uh, Let's see. Down Cook. What's that? I said definitely. Yeah, Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones both out which seriously impacted my points total. Actually, Dalvin Cook was on a bye so that didn't even matter. But you know I I tried to fill him as best as I could. J.D. McKissick he's not doing as well as I had hoped. Uh, but, you know, Debo Samuel, he put up a pretty decent 12. <laughs> Greg Olson, just who I had to get to fill my tight end slot. Uh, I was I was pretty impressed with, actually, Brandon Ayuk, wound up scoring 17 and a half points. Uh, and Jarvis Landry, too, playing with a broken rib. He's been pretty solid this year, all things considered. But, uh, you know, my best player, gosh darn, Brandon McManus only scored four points this week. After the 22 the week previous, I was really expecting more. <laughs>
0: well, that, I don't know yeah. if you've ever kicked a ball in uh, below freezing weather, but it's kind of difficult.
2: Well, you know, what can it's you hard. do when the when the Broncos don't even get you close? So, yeah, uh, and then, of course, Rodgers. Don't worry about it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Dalton. Um, go ahead. Uh, just Aaron Rodgers coming off his disaster last week really came out to, to show play. people he was, yeah, show people he was still good. And uh, he scored 27 points, which is pretty decent. I'm pretty pleased with his play, but man, the rest of my team is struggling. Uh, and, you know, some of them are pretty decent. I had the Giants defense this week, which is wound up being a better choice than the Saints, uh, but not by much. So, you know, what can you do? What can you do when you got three players on a bye? One guy put up a goose egg, one guy was injured. Nah, two guys were injured. You know, my bench only has one point. <laughs> Perfect lineup. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much i, 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 I got I, as you many points as i possibly could. could
1: and you only lost by 14 which isn't bad
0: that, that speaks to not how bad chris's team is
2: on another like, note, not
0: very yeah chris lean has racked off three wins in a row he started with yeah. the same yeah. same losing streak as pat and now he's three and
2: four Well, I'm really hoping that some of this podcast magic uh, rubs off on me here, guys. It's working. It's working. I mean, outside of Luke, because uh,
0: Zach cursed him by mentioning his (laughs) shit-talking on the podcast. I did not curse him. By the way, we'll move on to that matchup. uh, Take it away.
1: We have Luke and Heath, the battle of the two, losing streak of three matchup. Both of them had lost. Both started 3-0. Both entered the week three and three. Luke that ends inter-division up getting the-
0: play is really screwing them up.
1: Yeah. Um, Luke, Luke dominates the win 171 and change to 138 and change. Luke gets the massive game from Tyler Lockett and a massive game from A.J. Brown between the two of them for 70 points just between 80. those two. Is it 80? 53 53 plus
0: 27.
1: Hey, I was looking quick. Um, So uh, 80 points between those two. And, of course, when you get Alvin Kamara back from your bye week, I mean, so that's over 100 points between three players. Um, So um, he got back on track. He's got DeAndre Swift. Um, That'll give him a solid RB2 for the foreseeable future until he gets Nick Chubb back, whenever that may be. Um, but it drops Heath to a losing streak of three and four. And with that being said, um, last week's average point total was one hundred thirty-seven point one thirty-seven point five seven uh, average week. And the COVID division, again, takes the weekly matchups five and one. The, the, the lone loss in
0: the COVID division was Cole Smith. And we hadn't broken down that game just yet as you giving the weekly ending stats. So at that time, at this time, I will break it down. Brink 4 getting his third week, third win of the season in a tightly contested matchup. It was a close one coming down on Sunday night as Cole had Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins cooking with each other. 15 points from the Rams on Monday night. But at that point, it was a little too late. He left quite a few points on the bench, actually. Still wouldn't have been enough to pull it off, I don't think. No, it would not have been, even if the two had started their number one matchups. Cole loses for the second week in a row. Yes, two, started five and zero. Oh, is down now
1: to five and two. There is a three-way tie for first place: Dark Horse, Cole, and your beloved Commissioner, all at five and two. <laughs> um, with the breakdown, Cole is still the number one seed. Dark Horse is the number two seed, and myself is the number three seed based on tiebreaker. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: but that being said the COVID division again takes the lead five to one with an overall record of nine and three through two weeks of interdivision play mama
0: we made it one more take on your brother's team lucas stewart of course i doubt that he or his opponent believed he would win starting three raiders in one week yeah, that was that was a little risky, but, again, when you get 53 from Tyler Lockett,
1: anything's possible.
0: Yeah, it really doesn't matter when you get 80 points from two wide receivers.
1: Oh, no. I mean, each of them catch – I mean, if Lockett – I mean, I guess if Lockett doesn't catch one touchdown, he still wins handily. Alvin Kamara and, again, Swift, I mean, did fine. he played Derek Carr in a – you know, as a backup um, – because he has Lamar, so he, Luke had a bunch of bye week trouble. So patience is paying off for your brother right now. It is patience on a few of those players, and not panicking.
0: All right, Zach. Let's move on to the hair bets from last week.
1: Yes. Yeah, so the hair bets we had um, a push in one. We both took D Jack.
0: <laughs> we um, both lost.
1: Our- both lost. Uh, D-Jax had five targets where Shepard had eights. Um, so close there, but we the targets
0: lost. weren't the story in this. The story was Sterling Shepard gets a touchdown in his first game back. D gets a high ankle sprain and is going to be missing quite a few weeks. I believe he's on IR now. He is uh,
1: timetable, four to six weeks, really droppable. Um, yeah.
0: Don't worry. You can have him back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I won't. Don't worry about it. Um, the other bets, uh, Dalton and I split this week. First time we've split. Thank um, God. Um, Dalton needed a, a much-needed point. Um, Dalton got the victory in the Zeke versus all Patriots running backs against the top defense. Uh, Patriots running backs, I believe, had 15 points. Zeke had 8.2. Um, so Dalton takes up the victory in that. And then I picked up the victory in there was no lead of 15 or greater um, or more than 15, um, in the Detroit and Atlanta game, Dalton took the over. I took the under. So one and one and a push.
0: So if, if I worked for Vegas, um, I would be a very broke bookie. You'd be very broke. So Zach, do you have a current total on our bets? I
1: just actually closed out my Google doc. Let's go to the matchups that matter for this week. And I will pull that up before we get to the
0: um what, what what did we call it last week it is the, the uh segment oh dang i just i named the episode last week about it it was uh uh zach's bread and butter <laughs> was zack's bread and butter
1: okay here we go um maybe that was it all right <laughs> what let's go or two listen last week matter
0: I did not. All right. I believe it was Zach's bread and butter. It's not the matchups that matter. We're going to preview week eight. First off, myself taking on Heath. I have been talking a lot of smack to Heath, who I said would regress to the mean. He's going up against the touted number one scoring offense in the Gem City gridiron. He has His prized possession of Chase Edmonds on a bye week. What a terrible time for a bye week with the Kenyon Drake injury just now happening. It'd be nice to have him. I'm sure Brandon cooks is going to be on bye. Austin Eckler is still out. He's going to be probably starting T Y Hilton and a combination of a couple other players. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah. Um, give it to you. I mean, you lost Dak Prescott
1: one of the highest scoring fantasy players and you still keep it rolling. Um, I need a win. I'm coming for you. I'm coming. For you.
0: Yeah. Go ahead and what? break down your matchup. If you're there yet. If you're not, I will move on and get the next one.
1: I am here. We have myself versus the one in six one hit wonders. Um, early projections have me at one thirty to one twenty. Um, I have not made a few moves yet um, since this is prior to waiver wire claims. Um, So things will change. I feel pretty confident in my wide receivers. I have five wide receivers. I'm probably playing four every week. Um, It just depends on the matchups. Currently, Um, they've got Chris Carson listed as zero
0: points anticipated. If he does play, that's going to be a big deal for you.
1: Definitely. Um, They have not ruled him out yet. Um, I have a few backs on my bench, including James White. Um, Maybe we will get the post by rookie Like we have in the past couple weeks um, with DeAndre Swift and Joshua Kelly. Maybe this week it's J.K. Dobbins for the post-buy rookie bumps.
0: Interesting. That is a heady I mean, we'll play right there up. with how bad the Ravens running game has been.
1: But, I mean, I also have James White. I, I know he had a bad week last week, but I'm not afraid to put James White in if, if need be. Um, I traded for the depth with you last, a couple of weeks ago. I think it's uh, it's been pretty even. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not worried about that. Um, But we'll see. There's going to be a lot of wave wire moves, I believe, between myself and Drew. He's got Odell Beckham on IR. He's got some guys on bye week. Um, I expect there to be some free agent pickups in this matchup. But we'll see how it goes. Um, I've won three in a row. Um, But we will see if I can keep it going for four.
0: Blaster, I will let you have the honor of breaking down your game where you see your flaws, what you're afraid of, of your opponent, who, as Patrick turned, the soon-to-be father.
2: Yeah. Well, here's what I'm afraid of, that my losing streak continues. (laughs) Um, Especially playing Patrick, who is on a hot streak right now. Um, I expect that – What's that? The hottest team in the league right now. Yeah, Virginia. I know. Terrible. <laughs> I feel terrible. He's doing great. Uh, let's see. I expect Aaron Rodgers to continue to be strong. I don't know. You know, he's kind of a safe bet, I think. Uh, I'm going to have a couple of players on IR. I'll need to make a couple of moves it looks like in the in this week. Dalvin um, cook is questionable still so they i don't know he should be yeah fine. yeah he should but groin injuries are always kind of like ah, they seem to linger so i don't know you know he'll be all right i'm also hoping that aaron jones is healthy by game time yeah uh I think he probably will be, but what can I say? I don't know. I don't know. Between the Giants playing Tampa Bay and New Orleans playing Chicago, I think I'm going to go with New Orleans and free up some space on my roster, just get rid of the Giants defense. And then, you know, I still have Phillip Rivers, but uh, he's probably gone too because I need to pick up some people. Yes. So um, I,
0: I think you need a tight end. Yeah, you're right. I do. I think this is going
1: to be the longest waiver wire claim tomorrow morning. I think there are going to be a bunch of moves tomorrow.
0: Aren't you Watch. excited to type it at 5:30 in the morning while I'm running on the treadmill?
1: I usually type it. I usually, um, take a shower. Oh, I start a pot of coffee, get in the shower, come t- uh, get out of the shower, get in my robe Pour my cup of coffee and type away. What time
0: do you typically type away? Uh, I usually get up about 6 o'clock. Yep. Typically about the time I'm finishing up on the treadmill, I get a notification that the commish has posted. Did the waiver report. I come home, listen to a sports podcast, hop in the shower, get out, pack my lunch, read the waiver wire column, and get to work. Yes, sir. All right. The Brink taking on lean. As is usual, Lean does not have a valid lineup, and Zach will definitely text me telling me to get Lean to have a valid lineup. He'll get it done. Double. Nick Anderson just got switched in for Blake Snell, who had given up the single to – I can't tell who it was quite yet. Nick Anderson throws his third pitch. We are in the bottom of the six. Mookie Betts slings it down the – one left zero. field, one zero. 0 Mookie on second with the double, which would mean that the catcher Austin Barnes is on third, awaiting the arrival of Corey Seager next up to bat. Nick Anderson has been terrible this postseason, so hopefully this right here is the game-changing moment. Let's motor through this podcast so I can get back to this Dodgers broadcast. All right. All um, right. We will
1: finish up – not finish up, but we have a marquee matchup, the number one and number two teams in each division, Dark Horse. And show me the money. It should be a great matchup. Looks like Dark Horse has one guy, Will Fuller, on a bye. Um, I'm sure he will get him switched out. Looks like Cole has a hefty bye week issue.
0: Kyler – Murray, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Hopkins, Austin Hooper out. Um, This could be a future playoff matchup. However, this will not be the playoff matchup we see come playoff time based on the bye weeks.
1: Yes. um, We'll see if if Cole makes a switch. He's got Drew Locke in his starting lineup right now. He was his backup quarterback from the get-go. We'll see if he ends up making a move for a – Streaming quarterback.
0: Corey Seager comes up to bat. Zero pitches thrown so far. Justin Turner on deck. 0 for 2. Two runners on. Bottom of the 6, 1 out. Nick Anderson pitching. All, All right. right. I'll break down this
1: matchup. We have any Given Sunday two-time. Two-time! And, and my brother, both 4 and 3, looks to be a close matchup with any Given Sunday giving the win. Um, we will see how this progresses. We'll see if Cody ends up
0: keeping rolling with Cam Newton. Listen, the big deal of your brother's team is he doesn't have anybody in the flex. It does, like he'll have zero points from his flex. He'll have zero points from his tight end. Likely, it's going to come down to can his running backs and wide receivers perform like they did last week? Yes. Sir. Tie game. Tie game. Tie game. Tie game. Sacked no. by. Mookie moves over to the third with that speed. Fly out by – oh, no. It's a wild pitch. It's a wild pitch. I take it back. Wild pitch. Corey Seager bounces off the mound, bounces off the glove of Mike Zanino, goes to the backstop. Austin Barnes, the catcher, slides in. Untouched. Mookie bets with the speed. Moves over to the third. Corey Seager still at bat. 1-1 one, one pitch. Here it comes let's move on all right let's break down your matchup am i the play-by-play guy or am i the color guy play-by-play am i am i pulling both no i'm definitely the play-by-play you're the color the play-by-play i am the color analyst that that is 100 percent what's going on around here blaster are you still hanging in there
2: oh you know it
0: all right we already broke down my matchups so let's get to the bets all right here I'm still thinking on my third bet, but fire off your first two. We'll do story time with Blaster. I think I have a question to get a story out of him. And then Mookie Bet scores! And then we will get to your final bet. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, I just lost my voice.
1: Let me get some I more. had mentioned another kicker bet this week. Um, I will give you the honors. I think this is how we should work out. Um, um, if, I, if I lay out the bets, you get the first pick of the first one. I get the second pick of the se- – or the first pick of the second one. You get the third pick of the last one. All right. Longest field goal, 55-and-a-half, under or over? 55-and-a-half. Oh, wait, wait. 54 and a half. Sorry. My bad. I wrote it wrong. My bad. I was on mute.
0: For, for the week, for all kickers?
1: All kickers. 54 and a
0: half. I'm going to take the under. I'll take the over then. All right. I, if, if you win, it's going to be one kick. Oh, yeah. It's
1: going to be 55. I
0: mean, that's why I did the half. Um, uh, yeah, I like that.
1: 55 and a half. All right. Go ahead. Okay. This is my second one. I'll take this, the first one. More combined pass attempts for the game. For the game. Both are averaging 69.2 and 69.8. Pass attempts? Pass attempts. Holy
0: crap. Where is the NFL coming from? Combined. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: Both teams combined. Both are in the 30s. All right. Dallas versus Philadelphia. Or... Seattle and the Niners. So think about it. I'm going to take mine. So both are very pass heavy. Both are very pass heavy. One more time. Spit
0: it to me one more time.
1: Dallas versus Philly. Both very pass heavy, both very bad defenses. Seattle and 49ers, both very pass
0: heavy, both not great defenses. I think this is pretty easy for me. Give me Seattle. I get a pick first. What the hell? Oh, all right. <laughs> well, you
1: did. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Well, I want Seattle on the 49ers. Well so,
0: well, so do I. There's, there's no way that the Dallas Eagles game is going to be a ton of passes. First, Carson Wentz has the most interceptions out of every, any quarterback in the league. And, Dallas, it needs to run the ball to win because well, they it's won't
1: gonna, run the ball. That's the thing.
0: It's either going to be Andy Dalton, who forgot his fourth birthday on Sunday, or it's going to be Ben DiNucci. DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. Fun fact he's going to be the picture of this podcast episode. Ben DiNucci. Speaking of that,
1: I did, I did remember what my third bet was. It was a Ben DiNucci bet. Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. Fantasy points for Ben Denucci. Ready? Here's the under over. This is, is he Adam starting. Arden. He he is start. Well, I guess we could make a contingency bet. I don't think Andy S- Dalton's going to start. It's going to be Denucci. Um, you really? I well, yeah. There's no way Annie Dalton. What's quit. what's the report say? I mean, Annie Dalton was knocked back to the fourth grade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got his fourth <laughs> birthday. We all we all know how that goes. Okay. Um. What's the bet? I, I'm interested. Under over
1: fantasy points. Since you jumped the gun, I get a pick first. All right. Under over total fantasy points. For Ben Denucci. For Ben Denucci, 16 and a half. <laughs> Go
0: ahead. I was going to jump the gun again because I already know my answer.
1: Maybe I'll change that number. That's Maybe, oh, way high. Oh, 14 and a half. All right. I'm going to go over.
0: <laughs> Give me the under, baby. I'm thinking there's going to be a 13 game, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, 259 yards. I don't know That's what a that lot is. of garbage
1: time, though, man.
0: 259 yards, two interceptions, zero touchdowns. Uh, twenty-one rushing yards. You heard it, you heard it here first on
1: prime time Sunday night football. Ben DiNucci again, fourteen and a half points. I'll take the fourteen point
0: seven. That's a okay. I'm good with that. I have to watch that bullshit on prime time again. On prime time football. All right, you're saying fourteen point seven. I'm saying two hundred fifty-nine passing yards, twenty-one rushing yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns, no At touchdowns. All? Nope. Zeke, Zeke gets one.
1: So what's the final score? If it's a blowout, he's going to throw the ball. They're going to lay off.
0: I'm thinking it's one touchdown, one field goal, one touchdown minus the field goal, conver- or minus the two-point <laughs> conversion. So I'm going uh, 16 for Dallas. That's one touchdown. I'll, t- I'll take one touchdown from
1: Danucci. So, all right, that, that, that's the bet. If Andy
0: Dalton plays, um, I will text Dalton a new bet. Um, all right, I'm good with that. Hey, Blaster, right. Blaster, what do what you think in these bets? Go ahead, go ahead and give us your picks.
2: All right, so <laughs> remind me of the first one again.
1: Uh, under, um, over 54 and a half on a field goal.
2: Oh, I'm calling over on that one. I like it. All the kickers, I'm calling over. Uh, let's see. The second one, hmm, I don't know.
1: If Kansas City gets to play the Jets, they might kick it from 60. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, next one was four pass attempts for the game. Again, that same game, um, which would work in my favor, which is why I took like, – we both took Seattle and the Niners yeah. over Dallas and Philly. Eagles. Yeah. Okay,
2: uh, I'm going to be a little contrarian, and I'm going to say Dallas. Dallas and Philly. Dallas in that one, yeah. They could throw the heck out of
1: the ball. I mean, no doubt about it.
0: Ben Anucci.
1: Ben And then <laughs> Ben Danucci, Um Ben Danucci. Over 14.5 fantasy points on Sunday night football in prime time. I'm going over on
2: that one also.
0: Wow. Product of James Madison University, which I believe – is that a Minnesota? Is that correct?
2: No,
1: that'd be on the East Coast. James okay. Madison. Yeah. Let me look at this. I think South North Carolina, up. South Carolina.
0: I almost said the B word and ru- ruined the uh, the rating on this <laughs> for the eighth week in a row. Man. Hey, you were right, Zach. I really should uh, never go to Vegas and bet ever because it was the James Madison University is in Harrisburg, Virginia. Is, is that what they do in, in GAMU? Saturdays yeah. are for the boys with with the, the, boys. The, the two beer hands. End of the sixth, Mookie Betts comes in with the clutch base running 2-1 Dodgers. All right, moving into the seventh inning. Now, Blaster, it's time for story time. Are you ready? I'm ready for story time. Tell us your favorite memory of – benjamin to date uh
2: okay let's see we have a pretty pretty good one he really likes us so we just got a new tv for christmas uh you know because we saw it at walmart and decided we were going to spend some money for christmas and so we got it already um and, uh, it's, you know, it's a smart TV, so you can set up all this stuff with it. And one of the things you can set up is the, um, like, a background, like an ambient mode, I think, is what it's called. You can put up pictures and stuff. So I threw up a bunch of pictures of Ben um, and Alex and myself and stuff just doing, doing the things we've been doing for the last year. And uh, Ben himself, he's really into remotes. Uh, and so he's figured out how to find the pictures of himself because <laughs> uh, he, he really likes to look at him. So you put the pictures on the TV and he'll, uh, he'll get really interested and then he'll crawl over to the TV stand and pull himself up and just stand there and stare at it and talk to himself uh, or, well, it's more like excited, excited yelling that it's him up there on the screen. Uh, and so this was, you know, like a week ago that I did this, and um, that that so far is probably one of the best ones, or or at least one of the most recent ones. I could put it that way too, because um, you know he just does a lot of fun stuff. It's a lot of fun. We take him to the park and swing on. They have a like a tandem baby adult swing. Which is pretty fun, and we've got pictures of it. So, like, he likes to see that and make noises and just chat at us. It's all—it's all a lot of fun. But uh, my sure. favorite is—it's probably just that you know he likes—he likes so much to see pictures of himself.
0: So he's a bubbly person who is definitely not colorblind.
2: No, he's not
0: colorblind. Now, is he Ben already, or is he still Benjamin?
2: Ah. It depends. He's been mostly. It's easier to say that.
0: Fair enough. All right. I'm sure the memories will grow even fonder as he grows. Oh yeah. Hopefully he may never be as decrepit and as, as Zach and may he meet, be more blessed than your fantasy team. And with that, <laughs> yes. that is a good place to end our week. Any closing thoughts blaster. Thank you for joining us. Uh, well,
2: here's a, uh... Fingers crossed for some of that uh, podcast magic. Sorry, Patrick. I'm here to end your winning streak. Wow,
0: strong words. <laughs> Ooh. I like that. A little, a little bit of piss and vinegar. All right. Yeah, we'll Go- see. Zach, closing thoughts. Anything to touch on? I know today you posted in the in the page about the upcoming playoffs. Go ahead. Yeah, we are officially over halfway.
1: Through the fantasy regular season, uh, we are starting week eight. Um, we have through week thirteen, um, so everyone's got to make their push now. The trade deadline is coming up. I believe it's three weeks away. Um, trades have definitely cooled off in the past three weeks. I think people are past two weeks. I think people are finally settling in with their teams. Um, remember, it's just it's the top teams that get in. It's the top two teams in each division, and the next best records after that. So everyone's got to focus these next couple of weeks, especially during interdivision play. It's definitely going to separate the pack. Um, and then before we jump back in for two weeks of interdivision play, hopefully you have already secured playoff spots um, coming into those weeks. Um, but it, it's coming down to the wire already. We're already over halfway there. Um, and keep hitting those free agent, free agent lists. Um, a couple people are out of money, but you can still add players. So. Um, we'll see how this waiver wire turns out. Again, I think it's going to be one of the heaviest free agent weeks of the season.
0: And when we say matchups that matter, they really do matter because if you're not aware, our, our playoffs are matchup-based. So if you have a tie record, depending on who you beat is where you're seated. Good thing we have eight playoff teams. Yes, sir. And with that – We're going to go ahead and close this episode out so I can watch the rest of game six currently it's top of the seven, two outs Brewstar Gratterall is on the mound acquisition from the Minnesota twins in the Kenta Maeda trade. If you have not seen highlights of Brewstar Gratterall hitting 102 miles an hour on the gun, my Lord, check it out. That is my recommendation from the week. I know I did the recommendations of YouTube videos at last year's podcast. I did get away from that. That is my recommendation. Go watch some Brewstar Gratterall. And with that, we'll catch you guys next week.
3: There's a plane flying out of here tonight. Destination New Orleans. Bossman says my big promotion's on the line. He says that's right where I need to be. Lately I've been on the road more than I've been home. All this leaving her alone is killing me, and holding her right now has got me thinking more and more, this is right where I need to be. an empty first-class seat Cause I finally got all my priorities in line I'm right where I need to be